Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. You've never had a girl like us before. No, no. Great. I, I actually uh, sank myself there just with a stupid line. <laughs> Tonight, I will be your host and GM, Ben Moxon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenatron. And we will be playing The Veil by Fraser Simons as drawn through The Veil Fantastic by Aaron King. With me are the four players who fall under the blanket banner of the Hawks, or one maybe probationary pseudo-Hawk. I guess time will tell. We need to give him a... Haze him, like, haze him. Haze him, yeah, yeah. Send, send him down to the uh, hardware store for a long wait. <laughs> and tartan paint. <laughs> and they are in order of age. Gwyn. How dare you? I was going to you up. Uh... <laughs> I'm not doing it in ascending or descending order of age. It's just an order of age yeah. that I have internalised. I see. <laughs> Hello, I'm Gwyn. I play personal clef. Professional. Delicious. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Stuart. I was going to make it. I was going to do a silly voice, but I'm playing Tristan. <laughs> Dunn. Tristan Dunn. Oh, God. <laughs> Tristan Dumb. <laughs> the long lost brother yeah. of Tristan Wilde. It's weird they had different surnames. Hmm. <laughs> they were adopted. Uh-huh. Whoa, breaking spoilers at the end of season four. <laughs> Tristan was adopted. The what? end of season four, that's a spoiler. Oh, yeah. I'm Ali, and I play Enigma. And finally, youngest, oldest, or somewhere in between, it's Pete. Hello, I'm Pete. I play Adam Eagle Ank. And actually, on Adam's coat, there is like an eagle and an ank symbol. The eagle. Like inscribed mm-hmm. but that's the age-old enemy of the hawk eagle hawk yeah aside from eagle hawks and also hawk eagles the two uh they think two families and they both hate buzzards bastards worst of both worlds so when last we saw our heroes and this is actually unusual in that we're recording the day after Ooh. our previous recording session. Still don't remember so what happened. It's not actually that bad for people who aren't Ali to remember. I had cake flavoured booze yesterday. But last we saw our heroes, Ali had been drinking cake flavoured booze and the Hawks had made their way to the tomb of Ilana Sarista, entered the realm of the dead to go in search of her, and there they met a mysterious behatted figure who introduced himself as Adam Eagle Ank and who appeared to be waiting for them because he had heard that his quest and theirs aligned closely. Adam appeared to come from a place entirely different from the kingdoms we're familiar with. So there's some divergence there, but apparently their interests line up. Our heroes crossed the lands of the dead in search of Ilana Sarista's spirit and found her in a small house in a clearing in the woods where she let them in and told them that she died in an unfortunate accident and that she was just waiting for her wife to reach her 
in the realms of the dead, and her wife's name was Merope, which is familiar well, yeah. to long-time listeners as one of the Seven Sisters. And so she has introduced herself and invited you into her home. Big mistake, lady. I'm going to kick over the table. <laughs> it's, oh, it's the, the seagulls thing again. Yeah. First rule, never invite a hawk into your home. It gives them power to do what they will. Yeah, but that other guy, we just kicked down his door. That's different. Yeah, no, that's how we got invited in. We invited ourselves in. There's no rule again. <laughs> this one, I don't... Vampires should just do that. <laughs> Can I come in? No, never mind. I'm coming in anyway. Feet first, yeah. So there is a small comfortable living room i guess that's an ironic term <gasps> too soon <laughs> too soon she's only been dead a thousand years to her it was just like yesterday well she says it feels like a long time yesterday but was a long time ago something that you've also noticed is it feels like it took you a long time to get here but you couldn't put your finger on how long it was also, it was surprisingly quick for us getting to somewhere. We kind of walked into the land of the dead and there were at the place we meant to go to. We've well, never it, been that efficient. It definitely took mm-hmm. you a while. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. That's usually a season's worth. We've missed some quality arsing about. Thanks, land of the dead. Um, mm-hmm. To be fair, we are a year into uh, season four <laughs> we and we're God. just getting to the thing that we said we'd be doing at the start of season four. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> You know, it goes wow. both ways. So we um, we had been discussing with you, um, Alana, about how you came to, to be here. Um, you said your wife's name was Merope and there were numerous different teams. I mean, are, you, are you able to explain who was involved in some of the other teams? Because that name's quite familiar to us. She says, yes, well, I, I don't know a lot about where you're from, but... The most important name is Yasok, of course. Our mission set off from a place called Lasthold, and Lasthold's defence was coordinated by a man named Yasok, who was a sky singer, which was a form of magic they used in the Stone Empire. And the sky singers, they would use their voices to attune themselves to the harmony of the world and to direct that magic. Uh, It was a very great power, but he was one of the last. And in the defense of that city, he trained up this cabal of younger sky singers. And there are even a few people with uh, the gift for land wielding, who he trained as far as possible to be land wielding. What do they do? Wield land. They're able to shape the earth shape the ground and form it into structure and physically change the shape of the world that way. Hmm, That's interesting. Does that sort of tie in with what the sky weavers, could the sky weavers sort, is it like the same root magic? It's a different, so our history has told us that the land wielders were the foundation of the stone empire, both literally and metaphorically. The stone empire was created by a land wielder Mm. and those cities were built by them using their abilities to create structures which ordinary building could never make rock and roll they were designed specifically not to rock or roll 
Those were the two things they needed cities not to do. Damn, I was lining that pun up. <laughs> a, a rolling city is a ridiculous idea. Mm. And so we had seven sufficiently gifted people who were talented sky singers. Benjamin. Yes. Uh, does it sound kind of like to me that they're sort of describing the magic that I've started using now? It feels it does, yeah. okay, good. I was just making sure I wasn't making fantastical leaps. If it wasn't, it's an awful lot of coincidence. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be a heck of a coincidence. <laughs> what are the chances? Like, well, Ben hasn't seen this connection. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to blow his mind. <laughs> yeah, I was making sure that I wasn't just uh, imagining it. Uh, no, this sounds a lot like. I need to start crafting stuff with my mind that's the new direction i want to go in uh i prefer magma <laughs> i was into rock before it was cool oh, God. <laughs> hey, you stole that from another you comedian. were quite hardcore <laughs> yeah hardcore yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think that that works that works <laughs> I'm sure there's an I'm under basalt type joke as well, but God, I, I knew as soon as Ben started talking, he's like, oh, I thought of another one. I'll say that now. <laughs> so anyway, your your host continues. Sorry, host. And she says, sorry, plot dump, we... continue. Yeah. <laughs> she says, so after Yasok died, the members of his cabal formed a plan to try and restore the world we were in the last bastion city as far as we knew i was a mercenary at this point i didn't really know much about the plan but what they had figured out was that the magical shape of the land is much like the physical shape of the land there are places where it's stronger and weaker and if they could get to the points of the greatest magical power in the land and if they could get one of them to each of these points and create a sky singer's spell at the same time. They could throw something like a net of order over the land and break the power of chaos. And so Merope and I, well, Merope was tasked to go to the south of the mountains. Asterope went to old Malahim. It is another sister. Uh, Alcione was sent right over to the east. Oh, I'm going to nudge Percy at that one. Alera over to the western headland. Tieta went to Artushka. Maya was in the eastern mountains. And Kalino was... Uh, she probably had the toughest task of all because she had to travel over to the north coast and try and prevent the royal from swallowing all the power of this spell. Ooh. So the goal was to create a network like that. And it was extremely risky, but we knew the city was going to fall. And so we set out and we were a little later on because the city was in the southwest. And so for us, it wasn't so much of a journey. We didn't have to cross the blood-cursed plains or try and travel to the heights of the mountains. Everyone went with a military escort, and I was the commander of Merope. And we had with us one of the land wielders because there were places the Stone Empire had built their structures that were at these centres of power. But in other places, you needed someone with you to guide you to the right spot. And so we had a land wielder called Kellock with us. And unfortunately, 
before we reached our destination, I we were attacked multiple times, and this was no more than a skirmish, just some weird newt people leaping out from hiding. But I happened to catch an arrow, and that was that. So I don't know what happened beyond that, but but it feels like I've been waiting for Merapi a long time. Yes, the, the names that you're given there, um, they're very familiar to us, certainly familiar to me. You you say that they were just people that you knew that had been trained to perform this art. Yes, they, they were had learned this sky singing art, they had the aptitude for it. But there was nothing, other than this, this training, they, there was nothing sort of special about them to mark them out. In... Nothing marked them out as uh, more remarkable. Do you know anything of their their plans once they'd cast this great net? What was their intentions after that? We... Nothing like this had been done that we could find in our recorded history. So, in a way, we weren't making plans because it seemed so unlikely, you know? Hmm. What What's the best that could happen? Maybe, maybe we'd change the world for the better, but, like the people involved in the magic would be entirely burned away by it. Or perhaps they would survive and live to old age. We just couldn't know the effects of this power, even if we got there. So we weren't really making plans for retirement. When you were around and before this ambush fell upon you, what was your understanding of death and what came afterwards? Well, we knew about the Black Gate and the realm of Mother Death, and we knew that our path eventually might lead to rebirth. And that was really all we hoped for, I think. So finding yourself here, I mean, perhaps it might not have been what you anticipated, but this is consistent with what you believed at the time. Yes, I, I walked the gate, and as I did, I knew what had happened, and passed through the city and was introduced into the lands of the dead, as we all are. Uh, you must remember this. Surely it was the same for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. We're, we're just, you know... Absolutely just, the same, mate. Yeah, I'm going to nudge Adam and say, we lie a lot, just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems quite unethical. It is. It is. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> you, you know what it's like. You know when you die and you get taken through the black yeah, gates. Yeah, yeah, just nod a lot. Mm, just nod, Adam, nod. Yeah, I do know what that's like. Yeah, see? Yeah. Adam, you do. I do know what that's like. Oh. Oh, he sounds more, he sounds more sad than we do about it, so I feel like he's a legit dead person. <laughs> Once this ritual was enacted and this net was cast, what did you imagine would exist after that? There were these sort of seven teams um, and you were attempting to do that. Was, was that something that was by the design of... Um, I forget the the name of the of the person that you referred to. Yanis Yasok. Good try. Yasok. Yeah. Was this by design of Yasok, or was it wider than that? No, this was Yasok had died, and essentially, we didn't have a leader like him anymore. And his students came up with this plan as a way of just trying to just a last ditch effort to try and preserve anything of the life that we had. This wasn't a great hope that a civilization rested on and were expecting something from. This was a, a plan that people who felt they could do it just went and did. 
Yes, it was a little of both things because our chance of survival if it failed was so slim that even trying this desperate endeavour was better than not. It still felt more hopeful. We knew that Last Hold would fall. What do you know of the elves at the time? They had largely taken themselves back to the forests. And do do you have any knowledge of the elvish goddesses? No, no, none at all. I, I believe they worship some kind of tree. Okay. It might be several trees or a whale. Perhaps the ones who live on sea might have a whale god. Not. I was more in the fighting way. I had such a cool sword. You would have loved it. <laughs> if any of you are sword people, you would have loved this sword. It was None of us unbelievable. are. I can't even imagine it. Percy. Did it look like this? No, Percy, <laughs> what are you doing? A magical sword. <laughs> She's like, how do you carry Kalanoia in this land? With a hawk's baby. Strike a pose. <laughs> <laughs> you like knock a book off the shelf. <laughs> a living room's not quite big enough to strike a pose. Oh, well. I mean, I'm hiding behind like Enigma's chair and I'm all squashed in the corner trying to strike a heroic pose. Yeah, she like gives you a bit of space and then like goes, good effort, good effort. Yeah, high fives all round. <laughs> Knock another book off a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She only has two books and they're both on the floor. <laughs> My elbow's in Percy's neck as I'm trying to high five Adam and Enigma. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just confirm, they were fighting against the Fae. Yes, they were. Do we know what the Fae wanted or have we only got an idea of what we think they wanted? I don't know if I already know the answer. I don't think you do, no. Percy, may I? Uh, just going to interject. Unless you've got a line of questioning going. Yeah, um, of course, yeah. Alana uh Tristan T. Wild, a pleasure to meet you. I, I knew your sister, as the song says. Um, <laughs> she says, ah, I, I don't have a sister, but I, I appreciate the sentiments. I guess it's nice I got a... I, yeah. Honestly, it sounds a bit like they were just trying for a ride. Uh, I mean, they, they were more sisters-in-law. Yeah, yeah that's true. And, you know, there was a line about a mister. Mister, missed her. Oh. Whoever wrote it was a damn good rhymist. That's what rhymist. they call themselves, I reckon. A rhymatist. Yeah, rhymatist. You have those, do you? Um, you guys were fighting the Fae, weren't you? We were fighting their miscreations, yes. Their, their agents in the world. Oh, the creepy dog things. Yeah, well, the big fat bloaty things. Many things. The constructs. We barely fought the same thing twice. It seemed like what they wanted was to keep trying new things, never keep anything the same, just change and break and burn and twist. It was as though they were toying with it. The creatures or the Fae themselves that were creating the creatures? I guess you mean the Fae. The Fae through their creations. They would create creatures to horrify or to destroy or to break or just because it pleased their whimsical nature I think they mostly cared because we resisted them and we warded our cities and we held our bastions against them but the cost was always very high it was very difficult to do so I mean we must be thinking that their spell did succeed because the Fae didn't take over yes there's still people holding them back. Um, so, perhaps I I don't know whether it's appropriate to to fill Lana. Yeah, in I on feel this, like we but... should because that's what I was going to say. I think we should at least say what our situation is. 
or the world we come from, as it were. So, it's been a long time since since you've been here. It feels like really dark. And uh, yeah, as you say, then Merope hasn't hasn't shown up, but she's certainly not unknown uh, in the the realm that we come from. I think that what you're referring to with each of those acolytes going to different points and throwing a, a net of order over the land, we would refer to as the Tide of Light. So it works then? It worked, uh, and more than that, those seven names that you've given us, uh, Maya, Tieta, Akoni, Glever, uh, Merope, Asterope, and Akalino, um, they are known as the, the Seven Sisters. They are the gods, or the goddesses, of our realms. They're gods? Oh, that would explain a lot. However, the, the, the stories that, that we had understood uh, were that when the sort of burning wastelands of chaos and destruction were occurring, We'd understood that the humans had joined with the elves to call upon the elvish goddesses, and it was them that conducted these rituals. And our understanding up until this point was that the sisters, and the, thus the goddesses of the divine realm, were eternal. To be told that they were people that have clawed their way up um, and cast themselves as goddesses is something of a revelation, to say the least. Why? Bloody wife turned into a goddess. That is typical. That is just the kind of thing she'd do. Oh. The the thing that I'm curious about is Sigma. why, um, having established herself as a, a a goddess, then what exactly was the the limits of her power then? Because the lands that we come from are, at the moment are sort of beset by the eternal fire, by a large drake who stole the power from something that we were trying to correct in Malahim, and is currently burning the world as best he can. LOL! <laughs> <laughs> How bad. What a dick. Thank you! <laughs> and those goddesses do not seem to be empowered to be able to intervene and simply correct that, so... Well, the way you have to think about it, Percy, is that they weren't expecting to be goddesses at all. They were expecting, if anything, to be immolated, I suspect, to be entirely taken over by the magic. No, but having ascended, then they have embraced it. Well... And it has been possible for our churches that are dedicated to them to commune with them, um, and they've not spent any time correcting us. Interesting. They've got some scam going. I mean, we could probably work out a way to get a message to your wife, if you like. <laughs> She's like... Yeah? That is interesting to me. Yeah, that just dawned on me. I do find that idea interesting. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not a theological type. Give me a sword, give me a bow, I know what I'm doing. Give me the principles of ascended goddesses. I'm a little out of my depth. Um, I know who I'd talk to about it. And that's Merope. Hmm. She was really good on a lot of that stuff. But I don't know why the situation you're describing might have happened. I'm glad it did. I'm glad they made it, and it does explain why she hasn't shown up. It certainly resulted in stability and order for an awful long time. I'm curious that 
the Black Gate uh, and the Realm of the Dead seems to have preceded the Seven Sisters. Yes. And so it's obviously either something that they have chosen to leave intact or something that they cannot influence because it's outside their their realm of control. I don't know much about this, but hmm. when I was alive, we felt abandoned by gods. Gods and goddesses had left. Many of the people in the city were descended from the valley people and their sacred animals were gone. No prayers were answered. No one else seemed to answer prayers. No one seemed to care about what was happening to us. But there was a cult around Mother Death because she remained consistent. She offered something that no religion of the living world seemed able to offer us. A certainty and look around you. This is pleasant. This is easier than anything I knew in life. You say that the the old gods abandoned you. Were they uh, abandoned or stolen from you? Does it matter? They weren't there for us. Can I ask what their names were or what you called the gods of your time? The ones in the western part of the world were mostly the first beasts and they were the uh, totems of the valley clan. So they were mostly powerful animals. Was one of them a massive pig? There was a boar. Uh, there was a stag. And there was... Uh, there was not a magpie. <laughs> You've not got a pet god. You've got a magical bow, magical boots, loads of gold, but you're not having a pet god. Veto. I kind of do. Veto. Yeah, and she does, she does have I've, dirty ghost pig. I've got a yeah. ghost pig. I was just trying to make a full collection. I'll, I'll give Gwyn, a, uh, Gwyn, I'll give her, Percy, a quick look of... Uh, do we explain what we've recently found out about those gods? Okay, I'll just keep smiling. <laughs> More tea, yes, please. <laughs> Would you go have some dust in this? <laughs> yeah. I'll just look at Alana Sarista and tap my nose knowingly, as if to suggest we know something she doesn't. Some piece that could help her in this troubled time that we're not telling her. And the only price of this is that you give up a memory or two from time to time. And eventually you have the choice to move on into the circle of rebirth. That's not bad. That's not a bad deal. And is that not um, a choice that's been presented to you as yet? I could make that choice at any time, but I wanted to see Merope again. Well, don't go diving into that circle just yet, because uh, you never know. <laughs> Strange things have happened. <laughs> so... Can I ask how come you're living out here in this little cottage? Like, what? what's the standard... Accommodation. Like, process of... Yeah, what's the standard accommodation? You you die, you go into the city... Rent a place. I guess you fill out some forms. You go into the city, you talk with the grievous bureaucracy. Oh, we know them. There's a whole induction process. Um, you're introduced to the different... I suppose you might say management of the realm and how that operates. Do you guys have music here? We have music. We have. There have even been a few who, though they carried the music here, they needed it performed back in the realms of the living. So, yes, music has been known in this realm, and there are musicians who still play. There are dances. If I wanted to travel down to Broadbridge or one of the other villages, I'd 
could find a dance there. I could find music. Okay. The things you want are usually here. So it does seem pretty nice here, to be honest. It's great. Oh, let me just drop my vision quickly and see what I can see of the real world, as it were. Okay. I think that's a lift the veil roll. Let me just uh, double check. I hope she's just kind of like covered in maggots and a spider runs out of her <laughs> mouth and into her eye. And she's constantly screaming and... Or there's strings going up into the heavens where she's controlled like a puppet. That'd be cool. <laughs> like a guitar. Uh, no. Ding 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 ding. She's not doing a jaunty jig. This whole conversation, she's just jigging in the corner. That's Land of the Dead music. Well, I just want to ask Adam as well whether any of the the names we've been talking about have seemed familiar at all. Like Maliki, Meropi, and... Uh, not to me, no, but everything she said about the Fae and the, their workings is very familiar to me, as the powers of chaos threaten Sukavalon. I'm still, as a, as she's, as Ben's thinking, we'll have a mini hot cuddle, as in all of us, yeah? Hmm. I, mean, it, it, I can't help but feel this is either good news or bad. I can't tell, because it <laughs> seems like in the past they were fighting the Fae, in the present, we're semi-fighting the Fae, and in what I assume is the future for Adam here, they've got rifts in space. Well, clearly the Fae are eternal, and mm. the role of humans is to spend your whole time making the Fae not completely screw you over. Yeah, okay. That is the secret at the heart of the Hawks. <laughs> I mean, we're speculating that Adam's from the future. We, we know that other places exist. The consumer came from somewhere else. Oh, that's true. Um, it could equally be that this realm is tied to, like the Land of the Dead's tied to uh, a million other realms. Oh yeah, I suppose I was thinking sort of it was all linked. I suppose we've only seen the Great Cat. We don't know what land there is the other side of the... Yeah, I mean, we don't. Okay. Have have any of our names meant anything to you, Adam, <laughs> at all? Percival, Tristan and Enigma, does that... Uh, have they ever come up in any? Not in the way you mean, no. But you might have known people with the same name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those names might still have currency. Wow. He'd heard of the Hawks. Had you heard of the Hawks before? Again, Alana Swiss is just staring off out the window trying to remember something. <laughs> <laughs> Had you heard of the Hawks before you were asked to find us? Uh, no, not until I, I met King Ramashur in these realms. Okay. Great, thanks. Well, I feel real special now. <laughs> well, you are special. Like he said, that you're trying to achieve the same thing that I'm trying to achieve. Ooh, okay, cool, cool. We're, we're more special than that. Yeah, we thought we were more I'm special just, than that. It turns out well, we're just. I mean, I'm learning things about you that make you sound very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> also, how does he know that? We've never met him yet. Dom, dom, dom. Or have we? Well, maybe we have. And why would he know what we're trying to do? That's more. Because we haven't really broadcast that. I mean, we could go and find him, if he's here. Yeah. Is he, he far away? Uh, the other side of Wood's Edge from you, here? Yeah, I, it's very hard to say far away when you're in a place where time and distance are equivalent and not independent. Also, what does he look like? Yeah. It's going to turn out to be Hector doing some kind what of... What does he look like? He, he, he's not a tattoo artist by any chance, is he? I got the impression from him that it was something that he kind of He'd been here a while and discovered this, but what that means, I don't know. So he's discovered it from our future, maybe. Mm. 
because time, timey-wimey, deadlands. <laughs> time and distance are the same thing here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, we're in a sort of slightly metaphysical place here. Things aren't always what they seem. Well, it might be worth having a word with him, if we can. Depends what we've got to do. Yeah, so Tristan, if you want to try and pierce the constant illusion of the veil, search for information or recall something you may already be privy to, you can roll. Okay. Is that your goal here? Uh, yeah, you know, we've previously seen that everyone said it was lovely and it turned out it was terrible. Yeah. So I thought I just want to see what the truth of this situation is. It's secretly a service okay, station. So uh, how are you feeling right now? Uh, somewhat peaceful, I guess. Okay, that sounds good. So let, let's have a uh, peaceful oh. roll. Difficulty advantage? No advantage. It's never advantage. What is it rolled? It's a number! Ah, oh, fuck, corrupt. <laughs> XP at least, I guess. In the veil, XP is triggered to do with your beliefs. Great. <laughs> Don't even so get a benefit. not for... even XP. Oh, fuck. It's so... your belief. You'll always roll I, low. I believe I've just got XP, so <laughs> I do. So, you dip into your site and certainly... Like the structure you're in seems to be built of ash stone or pumice or something, and it's very rudimentary, it's far less elegant and beautifully shaped and painted. It's very plain and dark grey, and the ground is still ash beneath it. So, what you see there is very different from what you see in front of you. And she looks, she looks different, but she looks more kind of shadowy almost like she's physical but quite dark so i can, can i see like the shadowy tables and stuff and like the the stonework and yeah look on the floor so now that i've heard there's there's other things to do with the magic i'm gonna look at the table and see if i can manipulate the table with my mind i've not really tried that you need excel for that <laughs> oh. <laughs> damn you You'll excel yourself you couldn't get access <laughs> So... Computers! <laughs> oh, I got one too. We've got the Windows startup screen on my other screen here. It's uh... it's hard oh. to resist. It's nice. It's somewhere to start anyway. Um, well, that was a joke. But... Start. You get a start menu. Yeah, I think that's what I thought it was, but I'm like, that's not a great one to be honest. No, it's not good. You're just... it's not good. He was hoping we wouldn't notice it, but I feel like I've drawn attention yeah. to it now. So uh... yeah, I, I... they've really focused in how poor it. Can't was. even edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, what you're finding is that in this realm, nothing comes to you as easily. Changing the world, it feels very difficult. So you start reaching out for it, it feels dead to you, like very different. Everything feels still and it does, doesn't have the energy that you would manipulate normally. Okay. So, yeah, it, it does feel strange. But is there like some resistance kind of as I sort of probe it with my mind? You can't tell if you're imagining it. Mm, interesting. Okay. You feel like you might not be able to do it or like you're thinking there's something there. Does that mean your mind's interacting with it? Or does that just mean you're imagining it because you know there's something there? I mean, okay, is there anything near me that's kind of small and easily, subtly stealable? Dust. That she wouldn't miss, just something... <laughs> yeah, I. there are, like, a few small trinkets. There's some arrowheads and some, like, feathers for fletching on a shelf. I'm just going to kind of get Enigma's attention and be like, Enigma, get me an arrowhead. 
Grab me one. I've, I've literally got them in my pocket. No, one from here. I'm in here. No, one of those ones over there on the table. <laughs> they don't belong to us. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> just grab it. Do you want an arrowhead, Tristan? Huh? Do you want an arrowhead? Just something from want, here. I've got some. I've been doing some fletching, so uh, if you no, want yeah, one, just... um, Lana, can we borrow an arrowhead? Of course. Of course. There's no problem. There you go, Tristan. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna sidle over to it as if I'm not going to take one. I'm like, just stretch <laughs> out and shoop. You, knock, just... you knock a third book off. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even a third book there, but you've knocked it off. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, like the one that you put back up a minute ago. Fine. Apologies, Alana. We're kind of used to stealing stuff, so I, I was going <laughs> to nick it, but I'm, I'm, I'll take this if that's okay. I'll give her a gold coin in place. She says... I don't need some dust. <gasps> oh no, my gold! Until <laughs> I knew it. Right, I'm going to put all the gold into a bag, all my dust into a bag, so I don't lose any out of my boots. If you wanted to pay me something, as always here, the currency that people use is recollection. So if you had a prized memory, that would be the equivalent of money, but I don't want to take that from you. Those are yours to give as you decide to return yourself towards the site. Your memory of money. Uh, Alana, did you ever go to Malahim? Yeah, I was there with you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do, do you know what the Singer's Hall in Malahim was used for? We went there. We spent an awful lot of time going there. We, I don't think we ever got to the bottom of God, we did. what its purpose was. We had stories that that was one of the centres of the Sky Singer's Art, one of the focal places of power, and the reason that Malahim was built there. So and that is one of the places that one of the sisters would have gone to. Yeah, that's where Asterope went. Okay. Could you tell us the other places? Yes, Tayeta went to Artushka in the uh, northwest. Hilera went to a point on the far western headland. I'm going to note this down, but I don't have a uh, thing to write it on, so... Uh don't worry, we got Pete now. Yeah. I was going to say, one of the benefits of Pete. <laughs> pages and pages already. What? She says, Alconyu went to the east, like the far farthest east. Merope, obviously, went to the south of the mountains. Glina went to the north coast, effectively. And Maya to the south end of the eastern mountain. Those were the points where we had estimated that the ideal positions would be. And did these places like draw out a pattern on the landscape or were they just through years of diligent study? This was through study as much as anything. Okay. We expected them to form a pattern, but when drawn across the landscape, it was more a scatter of line. Mm, perhaps you're not interpreting the... Uh the pattern correctly. I have a gut instinct as to what it may look like when we look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> um, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, you could do it in seven, but very pointy. Yeah, okay. We're all just drawing cocks in the air now. <laughs> so what are you drawing? Um, what? I've forgotten her name. Alana Sarista. Uh, uh, may I call you Alana? Of course. Um, does the name Alambrae mean anything to you? I think I heard it once. Yeah, there was 
there were some stories down from the Southern Ice, I think. I heard the name once or twice, but again, it was old stories. What about the name Hector? Um, no, never heard of Hector. Hector who? No. He, Final uh, question. What about Tristan T. Wilde? Tristan T. Wilde? Oh. Yes, I have heard of him. <laughs> oh. Don't say because it's me. No, it's you. You just came in and introduced Son yourself. of you got me all at you. <laughs> sucker punched me there, lady. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, I'm, I'm sure you're the very best at uh, whatever it is you do. Damn right. Having an extremely straight nose, I dare say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. determined to tap it so often. I do. That's what I'm drawing reference to. <laughs> Having all of your fingers. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've got extra little fingers in this world. I've got six <laughs> fingers on <in> each hand. <laughs> you're the witch. I... Is there anything further I can do to help you? It seems you've travelled a long way to speak with me. And I don't know if this offers you anything of value. Well, there may be, but um, I, I think we probably need to have a little discussion first. Certainly, certainly. I'm actually going to... Uh, I might do a little archery for a minute. I, I think even though this is the most peaceful place you could be, I like to keep my eye in, you know? Naturally. The things you did in life help you keep yourself together. Hmm. Do you eat food here? We do, but we don't need to. What happens if you get stabbed? Not that uh, That's not a threat, by the way. That's just a question. <laughs> if we get stabbed, we... It depends somewhat on where you are. A little of our essence can be lost that way, but it's like... Imagine that you stabbed a mist... And some of the mist went away, but it would later drift back. Okay. Missed me. So, perhaps if if a heavy rock fell on someone here, they would be briefly crushed, but they would reform fairly soon. Like in a cartoon. Okay. If they fell off a cliff, they would be reduced to a little concertina version of themselves and given <laughs> like comedy music. <laughs> <laughs> she says... Because there are places where those who died in battle cannot let go of their anger and their hatred. And there is a battlefield where battle continues still between different factions. But those who wish to no longer fight, those who let go of that anger, they can move away into other parts and lead a peaceful existence. Okay. They're not compelled to be there, but if that's what they wish for, if that's what they need until they can release let go of the memories that hold them to that, then they will go there. Okay. Uh, again, this is just me thinking out loud. Do we know if this is the only place you come when you die? The only place I came. Mm, that's true. Well, that you know of. <laughs> you might have given away that memory. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Plot twist. Maybe I did. Perhaps I bought some wine with it. Awesome arrows. Anyway, you confer. I'm going to... Uh... Can you get hungover in the land of the dead? Huh? Well, of course not. It's quite good here. We can get very drunk. But should we wish to cease being, you just stop? Cool. Can you unstop cease being? Like, <laughs> I phrased that weirdly. Can you come back from no. <laughs> ceasing to be? Un or is Wait, it a permanent... Are you talking about being drunk or... Oh, were well, you ceasing meant to be? I thought you were saying if you want to cease to be, you no, can just. No, if you want to cease to be drunk, oh, you can just right. stop. Just so bright. Oh, that's pretty good. Done. That's pretty useful. No, when you decide you're ready to pass on, you release your memories. And most people do that gradually over time. 
And at a certain point, you've released enough that you are ready to travel on to a new life and to begin again. And some hang on for longer and others are ready to pass on rapidly. Oh, and then you're reborn. You spend a brief time here and then you're reborn back into the circle. Is there someone that told you that when you arrived? Yes, that was part of the explanation we get when you enter the city. Yeah, remember? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, starting to yeah. make me think like you didn't die. No, 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 no. We definitely did. And I'm quite, I'm known as the forgetful one. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'll put a silly face. <laughs> He's the brainy one. She's the quick one. I'm the forgetful one. You know what it's like. Ah, you must be closer to rebirth than the others then. Oh, yeah. See, I'm cl- I'm winning, as they say. That's a term from our world. You probably don't have it here. Look, we do still win. Um, anyway, I'll leave you to confer. If you need anything, just ask. And uh, she actually walks out and then she comes back in with like a little teapot over a small heated burner. And she places that on the side and some cups by it. She says, help yourselves. I'll be just outside if you need me. I'll start dishing up the ash then, a healthy spoonful <laughs> into each cup. And rummage around for biscuits. <laughs> and after a minute, you hear, like, the thump of arrows hitting the targets outside. I'll suspiciously close the door <laughs> so that she can't tell what we're doing. Wow. Thoughts? Well, that was useful. Wait, was it useful, though? Have we actually... Has that actually helped us in the slightest? We understand a little bit more about the way the world works. A little. I think we've got more questions before we can do anything, though. Um, I think, crucially, being, like, existing as some form of divine being is not an in, is not an eternal, infinite thing. You can get there. You can just you can do that, and presumably that means that you can cease doing that as well. Mm. Got to have a hobby. Hmm. I think the questions that I want to answer is exactly what form of influence do such divine beings have? Because until this point, we've assumed it's it's everything. Um, and it's been by, well, I have at least, that it's been by their will that existence is a, is a thing. Uh, well, the thing that seems to be more permanent is the Fae and the grievous bureaucracy. Yeah, precisely. So, like, maybe they're the two ends. Like, one is order and one is chaos. And then everything else is everyone dicking around in between. It doesn't make me think that maybe our plan might work, though. Mm. It does seem like it's not unrealistic, at least at this point. So you do have a plan? No. Uh, yeah, ch- yes, <laughs> yes. Of course, we have a plan, Adam. We're the Hawks. You're the Hawks, which means you've got a plan. Tell us your plan. Go. <laughs> What's your five-point plan for saving our timeline? Go. Point one. Tell us, Eagle Hawk. Find out what this sky song that caused the net to fall was. Okay. Good. Find places of power with which to cast it. Okay, good. There's two. Gather the people that can cast it. Mm-mm-mm. Cast Ooh, it. I like it. Victory. 
Yeah, we've done it! <laughs> he can stay! Maybe we all disappear at this point as here. Ooh, we become ghosts and we become one with the force. <laughs> Just for having come up with the, the plan. The end of season four. It's like the idea is everything, yeah. the execution is nothing. I wish things were like that. Yeah. But you, you did put me on the spot there. Yeah. Per Percival, what's, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. So, my thoughts are that, I mean, we could attempt to replicate what the Seven Sisters once did, and where will that really get us? Um, oh, I should add, Percy, that, that the spills they're talking about really does seem like what I'm doing now, in case you hadn't yeah. clocked that. It really <laughs> it does, like... doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good at spotting things in the plot, but even I spotted that. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't know how, how much of it is in my head when I'm doing it, and how much I'm saying it out loud. Like, whoa, it's all green and movie like The Matrix. What? Um, the reason I want the arrowhead is obviously I'm going to see if I can manipulate it. And it might be something I'm going to have to go back and practice in the real world. But hmm. it might be that I'm going to be able to do similar stuff. If I can understand it in a little more depth. I didn't I didn't even consider that being a possible. Actually, wait, I did ages ago. I remember. <laughs> hmm, so I remember. I forgot about that. My, my thoughts are um, I agree with Enigma. Like order and chaos seem to be the the bookends, and then within that you've got different centres of of power that rise and fall. And at the moment, fire seems to be in ascendancy, um, and ice has is also knocking about out there. Although with the advent of the the, the Drake, then that's uh, so that's obviously sort of pushed back a little bit. You say that fire's in the ascendancy, and I know we went to the um, Antikythera and it suggested that, but isn't ice equally in the ascendancy? I can't remember whether the Antikythera we mentioned We spent a lot anything. of time on a toboggan. Yeah, like, ice has been rolling across the world before the Drake turned up, and yeah, they've taken a little bit of a setback now, but did the Antikythera say anything about, did you see any symbols for the, the Age of Ice, as it were? The Antikythera was just counting down to this point in time. And by this point in time, I mean the point in time that we, we left to uh, to come here. So all that we know is that there is some form of reckoning oh, yes. that is happening now. And that's it. So our plan is, or has been, probably not to attempt to replicate what has gone before. And I still think that's possibly the wrong move because it'll just do exactly the same thing. Like Order and Chaos will still continue fighting, um, but it'll be a different set of, of creatures, or the same set of creatures, perhaps slightly different, um, that hands out sort of divine power and exerts influence over a realm that's, that they hold at, at arm's length. Our plan was to attempt to ground the rest of our realm in reality, uh, bring about an age of reason, perhaps either drag the divine beings out of their lofty positions, or convince them that something needs to be given up in order that this order and chaos is is not just this big centralised force, but spread into everything and is there for the people um, that walk the lands to discover and interact with uh, and use themselves all in little manageable pieces. But what if it's just the nature of the world? Well, it might be. So we are... That's why we're trying to change we're it. We're going to try and give it a whole new system. Okay. I mean, that's ballsy for sure. I like it. And we could be not gods. 
We could be like the complete lack of gods. The blind watchmakers. Yeah. Well, this is what I was hoping Adam would say. Yeah, you know, we've got Tristan, the god of love, and what? Percy, the god of bravery, but he, uh, he let us down there. Uh, uh, as an acolyte of the uh, sages of Shunyatar, this, uh, it's a bit, we don't have quite the same relationship with with deities that you do in Sakavala. What is your relationship? It's more like about, it's about sort of moral systems and ethics rather than like belief in sort of divine intervention. That sounds like exactly the sort of thing that we're after. It does. But this is the thing, even then, you still say there is a cult that is fundamentally ripping apart the world. So even then, perhaps there isn't the end of the chaos and destruction and order and destruction balance that we're going for. I mean, as long as people have free will... They'll be pricks. True. <laughs> I'm going to knock yeah. another book off the shelf. Um, and a d- desire to grow their own power base, then that sort of thing is going to happen. But I thought the point was that we're trying to stop that even being an option. Otherwise, it's more of the same. Then we're the pricks. We've just made fascism happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of more of the same at that point. Well, I think our original plan solves our problem, but we need to develop it so that it also solves Adam's. You hear a thump, thump of uh, arrows outside. Oh, she's so loud. Yeah, we get it. You're good at archery. <laughs> Sorry, Percy, carry on. Go and uh, put your head at the, uh, the cook. Oh, careful. She's not um, shooting in that direction. Hold on. Yeah, she, she's a very good shot. They're like mostly in the goal. And she's quite a long way away with this uh, like recurve goal. Okay, as long as it's her just having uh, having a whale of a time on the old archery range and not uh, not something else. Yeah, no, she's just doing what she said she would. Okay, no, that's fine. I think she's a goodie. I, I agree with you, Percival. I think there are there are more questions here. I'm just not sure that Alana will be able to give us the answers. No, I I don't. But she may be a route into somebody that can. Okay. I'm just not sure how. Man, I'm, I'm so excited for you to do this because I think it's extremely rad. Are you thinking what I think you're thinking? I don't know. What, I don't know. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about? I mean, I am thinking of something. You go first. Well, I'm thinking about crisps. It, I mean, these are these are things that you know we wouldn't have until we came on this quest, until we saw this place and it the way it works. Like, you'd never really think about this sort of thing. But if if this is the way we want to go, we'd, we'd need to to learn this art of sky singing. It seems like Tristan has an idea of it. I'll give him a flourish bow. Not just an idea of it, my friends. The book you put back on the shelf falls off again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right, I'm just going to move. I'm going to push every book <laughs> off this fucking shelf. Thanks. And I'm just going to... Li- I was going to pull the shelf down, but I won't, because <laughs> we know we're in polite company. Uh, so what I am thinking is we we know that the the sisters were just individuals uh, we know points in time where they were we know places in time where they were we have Lana Sarista here who has some form of connection to them I mean we may have found other ways into the land of the dead I'd like to know if there's other ways out and whether we can exit to somewhere else in time maybe we don't need to speak to these folks whilst they have ascended Maybe we need to speak to them beforehand. Give them the idea to do it. Mm. So that you've got something that you believed in in the past and it exists then. Uh, bootstrap paradox. <gasps> <laughs> it's Tenet! We're playing Tenet all along! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a pincer movement. 
I'm going to start walking backwards. <laughs> Crudely drawn swords, now a feature film by Christopher Nolan. We know that they weren't expecting to succeed. We know that they did succeed. If we can work out whether there were any sort of crucial things that they wouldn't have been able to accomplish themselves that we can intervene with to ensure that they did succeed and broker a deal to ensure that they ascended afterwards but a time of reckoning would come where they give that up then we could go construct an antikythera to mark that cool thus guiding our hand no one ever designed it um percy where does a coney reside then what if if there's another level to this um well the the divine plane i, I suppose so they've obviously been Air Force One. <laughs> they've yeah they've ascended. So I mean, we obviously know that the likes of Ulumbria and other sort of certain very powerful entities exist somewhere other than the, the divine plane. Um, but I, I think I'm right in saying that they some of them sort of attempted to make some plays to to enter it. That's correct. I mean, these folk were obviously all successful in getting there. And to be fair, whatever we, whatever I might think now about uh, how, um, well, I've been misled in thinking that they were something other than they once were. That is rough. But uh, yeah, an awful lot is lost in time. Well, they've still influenced. I mean, I don't think it's time to give up our faith yet in the sisters. They're still. Yeah, but the time that they have sat in in the divine realm and it has been a time of order and prosperity. I did all right. It's just that time seems to be coming to an end. I love the Sarista carve, uh, stomps back in through the door, drops some arrows in like a little, you know, like those walking stick stands. She has like a little quiver by the door. She just like drops them in. Oh, is it shaped like an elephant foot? It's not an elephant foot. No, it's like a wooden one. Disappointing. But it's that principle and like hangs a bow on a hook. Elana, you say that the, the currency in the Land of the Dead is, is memories. She says, yeah. And once you've acquired those memories, can they be used for something other than just held and traded on for...? They're really traded on. Their their main value is that, but also a time may come where you need to do something you have little of yourself left to give up, but you still wish to travel on, and then you can spend those memories instead of giving up your own. Oh, so people can buy memories from someone else? Yeah, or can exchange them and barter them. Okay, and we you create can... things, and that is also part of the process. And, and as they are traded, they do weaken a little over time. So gradually, they pass from this world into the well of forgetting. Uh, so I'm not asking for you to do this, but perhaps just to think on it. If we're able to have a shot at returning you to Merope, or Merope to you... She says yes. ...in some form or another... I agree. Would would you be able or would you be willing to give up a clear memory of a time when you and her were together in a distinct place that we can identify? And I'll, we, I'll, I'll admit that this this will be a shot. At, um, you two being together, it, it is by no means a guarantee. We guarantee it. <laughs> Thank you, Tristan. I I appreciate your confidence. You're welcome. Do you know Last Hole, the city? No. Well, there goes that idea. Not yet. <laughs> that makes it difficult because we spent most of our time together there. We spent time together there and then we travelled onward. The only time I travelled with her was on this final mission. Now, I know 
where the mission was headed, but I'd never been there. And it was really sort of wild forests. What, what was is she, it you needed? For? Was she with you when you fell? Yes. And you were carrying the sword Kalanoia when you fell? Yes. Are you able to give us a memory of that ambush or some time around it? I believe I could do that, yes. Okay. Well, we won't ask for it now, but if you're willing to, then we, we may be back shortly. We need to check some things first, I think, before we uh, deprive you of that. Of, of course. I would... If, as it seems, she's not coming here, then I would go to Great Lakes to see her. Yes, who's that uh, knocking on the door? Who's that knocking on the door? That is probably... Yeah, go grab I hate that song so much. Here you come knocking, knocking at my door. I prefer that song. I've never heard a girl like you before. Is that the video where he has those ladies standing around him? This part of the game is relatively low roll so far. And you're not in an environment where combat is frequently going to solve a problem because it's very hard to make anyone die when they're already dead. Um, although that's not necessarily true for people who are alive, but in the realms of the dead, because it's possible if you die in the dream that you die in real life. So it's a bit of an asymmetric relationship, but that's the risk you take. But surely mm -hmm. if we die, we die in real life, then we just reappear. We're like, yeah, hey, we're back, we can help. Yeah. You're back in the realms of the dead. You just can't get out. Um, well, we find ways. Oh, sure you do. Well, clap, Pete. You've always got to clap. No, you ben don't claps. have to clap. If I clap, don't. That doesn't mean anyone else. No, you else do, has Ben. To. You do, Pete. You do. No, literally. Stop power that. moving, Pete. Yeah, I've got to teach him. Um, Literally, that clap was so I knew that I was about to do the start, and then you bombed it, and now I have to do <laughs> yes. another one, which invalidates that clap. And also, do a double clap, nice. and that will help. And Ali will get this one. Yeah. Like, you bloody dare. Are you thinking what I think you're thinking? Um, <laughs> it depends whether what I think you think I'm thinking uh. is uh, which moves there are. Uh, I was talking to, to Gwyneth. Oh, right. what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> so clearly not. He was thinking of something <laughs> entirely different. I'm definitely not. <laughs> it's not an elephant foot. No, it's like a wooden one. Disappointing. But it's that principle and like hangs a bow on a hook. Has she been shooting umbrellas out there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just winging umbrellas at people. She's like a highly aggressive Mary Poppin. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of the Avengers. <laughs> or that guy that had poison in the tip of his um, umbrella and killed someone important. Yeah, but that's less funny. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, real-world murder. <laughs> so, I just remembered it. Let's... Probably want to have a chat to Adam first. Because we don't really sort of know whether that's going to mess him up or whether he'd be able to come with us. Or... 
what he's doing here. I also wanted to know what kind of magic Adam has in his world. What what are the uh, cakes like? (laughs) We've all got questions, Adam. We are. (laughs) Yeah. Lives in the dog island.